stories from the internet uh ladies and gentlemen i'm your host kyle anderson <laughs> you pause every time you say that and i i find them all on the internet i'm the one who does that yeah. i expect it to be a different word every time <laughs> for some fucking reason yeah man well it's not <laughs> staying internet uh ladies and gentlemen i'm your host kyle anderson uh that was of course the beautiful boy himself mitch Hallman. 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 Uh, yep. <laughs> always joined by the incredible and wonderful uh, Gracie Todd. Hello. And uh, this week we're joined by the great and powerful Mike O'Brien. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is going to be a fun app. What do we got today, buddy? Oh, man. Well, we've got something that I, I feel like everybody, like right at the top, you're going to know where this is going. You're going to remember like parts of this. Yeah, okay. But sure. for sure, it's not... You're not going to remember every Normally single part. Normally we creep into these. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. This one, I'm just right at the top. We're jumping into it. Cool. Uh, so Joseph Coney. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, here we go. What, <laughs> uh, what year is. does this take place? <laughs> uh, well, he's just... Uh, Joseph is just our backstory, you know? Sure. Uh, do you guys this all know who that is? Am I already behind? Coney 2012. Oh, well, don't Coney. spoil it. That if we have somebody who doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean yeah. don't spoil it? It's like Doesn't you said his name. I just yes or no, yes. You know? <laughs> the second you said his name, I knew what was going on. You do know. Yeah. No one will answer. Go on. <laughs> Everyone knows but me? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay cool. Call me. Yeah. Go on. Obviously. Call me. Call yeah. Joseph Coney is the leader of the Lord's Resistance Army, or the LRA, uh, a guerrilla group that formerly operated in Uganda. While initially purporting to fight against government oppression, they rose up as, uh, you know, at a time of civil war, as one of many armies uh, trying to fight the government. They were the only one that stuck around. They were just the one with the best branding, clearly. <laughs> we all civil War uh, Guns N' Roses song. I'd, I'd <laughs> Is that how's this thing work? You're nailing okay, it, honestly. I, I do like that I've your reference head out in like three the, minutes. Your reference is <laughs> he just goes up with. You ever seen Civil War, uh, Captain America? Uh, <laughs> That's a movie. <laughs> is that who James Coney is? <laughs> He's a movie. Yeah, the dude. Coney brothers. The, ever heard of him? The skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throws a shield. Oh God! <laughs> Captain America's the skinny guy. Yeah, he's super skinny. He throws a shield. <laughs> that's, one no his, that's one of his That's one of his powers. Is skinny. <laughs> yeah, he's Here's fit. Fat Thor and skinny Captain America. So they rose up. You know, they were one of the only groups to survive the government, kind of trying to squash all of these rebel groups, uh, and they kind of built a, a large following in something called a Land, which is it's. A what? I'm no, I didn't hear you. What? It's I don't know if it's pronounced Ackley, pro probably. There's going to be a lot of mispronunciations. Most oh, likely. okay. So Ackley Land, Akali Land. It's a place where the Akali people live, and it's they just call it Akali Land. They were like, fuck <laughs> it, that's land. where they live. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. Um, 
So at a certain point, the LRA uh, turned against their own supporters, uh, trying to purify the Akali people and uh, wanted oh. to turn Uganda <laughs> into a theocracy. Anytime someone says purify, you know it's like not good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean like unless they work for like S.C. <laughs> Johnson, a family company. <laughs> I would imagine they also have a notoriously bad history with the word purify. Oh, it's yeah. too old a company <laughs> yeah. to, to not. Uh, Coney proclaims himself the spokesperson of God and hey, a spirit okay. medium. Just you know, work your name a title and then work towards it. Can I can I <laughs> predict the ending? Yes, because <laughs> I th- don't know the ending. This has never not ended with uh, an old guy who sleeps with multiple fourteen-year-old uh, girls. Yeah, and then, <laughs> now that here's always the thing always about the Joseph Coney. Eighty percent of the stories we cover on the show, I really, really do. <laughs> despite what it's definitely yeah. any time a guy's like. God is telling me stuff. You're like, oh, that gets you above the law. And which law are you most concerned about? <laughs> <laughs> always one law. It's always a 14-year-old girl unless it's Catholicism, then it's the boy. Right. There's a track record. God is sure. telling me stuff. It works the same way. Yep. Yeah, uh, God is telling me to get around a lot of kids. That actually, if we continued, we are we're like about to get away from Joseph Coney himself because he is a dark man who's done terrible things. Yeah, yeah, he did that. He did a whole lot of that. Did you just call an African guy a dark man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, let's restart the podcast from the top. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is Internet Sensation. Internet Sensation. <laughs> not the worst thing I've said on this show. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Jesus. I'll take it. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, he did, didn't, uh, I don't know that he's still, he's like old as fuck, or even not alive maybe now, but he did terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible shit. So he right? did sleep with young girls? Yeah, okay, all the time. Cool, cool. All yeah. the time. Good prediction. All the time. Thanks. Nailed it. But that's not what I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> did a lot of murder. Did a lot of murder. Yeah, but you can justify murder and yeah. murder. <laughs> the families of his victims like there's a couple other things he did <laughs> I just wanted on record that uh, Luke Null is totally fine with child rape oh yeah <laughs> we've got Luke Null off mic we got Luke uh, Null Luke, off mic, uh, Luke say what you're saying about uh, you don't think it's How bad about 14 year old rape. girls I don't want to go on mic anymore I don't think I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Luke Null <laughs> Uh, so as uh, the spokesperson for God in a spirit meeting, and he also claims that he's visited by a multinational host of 13 spirits. Oh, well, that's the diversity hires there. Pretty solid. It's cheaper by and the dozen, but with spirits, I get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, the spirits apparently stopped possessing him in 1999, but up until then, uh, it know. was... And the nice thing about it is, uh, from what I can tell, is they would schedule it. Like, the spirits would tell him, hey, tomorrow at 6 p.m., we're going to possess you for, like, three or four minutes. <laughs> what, a hot, what a hot text to receive. <laughs> 6 p.m., I'm going to possess the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, I have a thing. <laughs> I have a thing. Hey, can we push it? <laughs> It's as dumb as every religion. The, 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 new, 
the new ones always sound so much dumber. Book of Mormon is so funny because you're like, that friggin' idiot. In 1960 or whatever it was, he right, thought right. things were talking to him. <laughs> go back and go to church now. And yeah, they all have people talking to him. They're all at scheduled times. And an angel woke her up. And you're like, what do you mean? How? <laughs> Same thing. You, you, yeah. Right. You could really stop like every three lines in the Bible and be like, "What? How?" <laughs> if, if they said that, and and it was 1982, Lower East Side, New York, you'd be like, "These fucking morons!" But they're like, "This was Galilee 2,000 years ago," and you're like, "Then it, most people are like, that then, happened.' Yeah. Then Probably obviously happened. it happened. Probably happened, and it was pretty cool." <laughs> it was. Pre- uh, now, when uh, when one of the spirits would let him know, you know, what like the time that it was going to happen, Coney's secretary. <laughs> I'm looping in Jill. <laughs> I'm yeah. looping in your spirit. <laughs> A Put lot the- of the storylines of The Office are based on Coney. <laughs> <laughs> All these spirits, they're hoping will they, won't they? <laughs> Uh, so Coney's secretary would make the preparations and Coney would dress in a white robe a glass of water bible uh, rosary were placed on the table I like how he's just like a like an ex-wife you know this is kind of like a booty call though this is hot (laughs) he would dip his fingers into the glass of water to begin the possession Uh, and at least three spirits would talk in a session and I love this phrasing junior spirits always talked first (laughs) Get out of the way. What do you guys got? <laughs> it's going to be a little off. <laughs> These guys are opening for us. Yeah. <laughs> and the rosary is, they're kind of Catholic, but. They are a Christian. Yeah, that's it's the Lord's resistance army. So he right, believes right. that he is talking to like his own bastardization of but the you're gonna Christian need those God. fingers saturated wet if you're you gonna want to talk to yeah, God yeah. <laughs> you know you yeah, can't yeah it's just yeah I it's grew okay. up Catholic and we didn't get any spirit <laughs> meetings well <laughs> I didn't have a secretary <laughs> <laughs> the, they were pinging nobody they're emailing yeah. to an empty email <laughs> uh, these are the spirits in order of relative importance <laughs> Like all credits should be broken down. <laughs> there was, uh, <laughs> and they all have like two names. So I'm gonna do either the name that I can pronounce easier or the name that is funnier. Okay. Sure. Cool. <laughs> sure. Don't know why they have two names, but sure. Uh, Juma Oris, Chairman of the Spirits. Oh. This is in order of importance, yes. so most important at the top? Yes, this okay. is the chairman. Okay, gotcha. uh, I thought it was like the reverse of that. I'm like, how does it get higher? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chairman's entry level. Seemingly uh, a male, Ugandan. They all have braces. <laughs> Becoming a god, it fucks up your teeth, dude. <laughs> it's the equivalent of eating like gushers every day (laughs) (laughs) um uh number two Uh, silly salandini (laughs) silly salindi silly it's spelled s-i-l-l-y the first name so So that one i'm nailing yeah it's silly there's always one silly one in the group (laughs) and that one 
<laughs> that one actually, uh, like, you want to think like, oh, that's probably like some Ugandan word or something, right? Uh, <laughs> silly. Uh, Salindi stated that spirits would work with foolish, silly people, meaning people are too stupid and silly to know what the spirits mean. <laughs> but the spirits will work with them anyway. <laughs> Me as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, now, they're, just, yeah. they're just real silly, Billy. Silly dictated some rules <laughs> that silly the goodness. LRA had to uh, had to abide by. Uh, for instance, no sex except when allowed. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's the case for everyone. Except when allowed. Yeah, when they're 14 year old girls, that's when it's allowed. Right. right. Uh, don't drink. When crossing rivers, make the sign of the cross with water on your head and pray, Water, you are superior to me. Have mercy on me. Yo, that is some metal shit. Yeah, these guys got burned hard by water one time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a few different uh, things about rocks. Sure. When on a rock, make the sign of a cross. But you are not allowed to stand on a rock since 1986 because the rocks made a covenant with the mouth of God in assisting in passing judgment on people. I love the idea of the rocks being a race. That is so dope. I like to think it was really just about the... Yeah. Yeah. I like to think it was just about the rock. Like, just Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Rock Johnson. Johnson. 86. He's pretty young, but he penned the deal. He did it. Uh, Rocks are sometimes bombs. And can explode. <laughs> These so. are, th- this is all the teachings of one. Th- yes. This, this is this what's is coming the from spirits. the spirit meeting. Yeah. And Because we LRA. were listing the spirits. We did two of them. Then we got into <laughs> that rocks explode. Yes. These are no. messages from the spirits. Yes. This is, we're trying to, I'm um, going through some of the more interesting spirits real quick. I mean, yeah. this is this is pretty good wisdom. I've never Wait, heard of Wait, these are still the good. list of spirits? Well, this is, there's w- this is one spirit talking. This is one spirit. This is the silly. This is the spirit that dictated a lot of the rules for the Lord's Resistance Army. Got it. So, and uh, the spirits were never meant to be questioned, ever. Of course oh, not. No. You could They're going to hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they hear it. Do you guys put this online or anything? I, we send so, it out to the universe. They'll hear yeah, it. Definitely. <laughs> upload it straight to the ethereal plane. <laughs> Let everyone know we record this in an abandoned structure. <laughs> this is just this is just in a confessional. <laughs> uh, when fighting if there's a rock nearby, make the sign of a cross and pray, Rock, you are superior to me. Have mercy on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a few different elements that you have to yeah. request mercy upon yourself. Is fire um, one of them? Because I feel like that's the most obvious. <laughs> or paper and scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're loving rock too much. Um, <laughs> don't eat too- with rock in the Great War. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat too much food. Don't love food so much. Ooh, tough. Yeah. Tough, that's a right? daily battle, yeah. I guess. That was, that was after 1986, too, when pizza <laughs> came over to Uganda. This does not feel very Catholic of them now, all of a I sudden. I was going to say, all this is like, there will be no other gods but me, but except make sure you pray to rocks every time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a not confusing very religion. This is, this is one of my favorites, uh, and I'll move on to the next spirit after this. Uh, don't be ambitious. For example... <laughs> For example, don't want to be a commander. 
Sure. Yeah. Sure. Don't want my job. You right. Gotta be don't coy. Don't come at Coney. <laughs> <laughs> Only have um, sex with women that are not the woman I'm into. Right. There was a William Hing Su, a Chinese male spirit who would inhabit him. Uh, King Bruce, American. Hey, he sounds fun. <laughs> they he don't controlled talk to him, heavy they weapons. Him. He he says he's them for a while. They talk yeah. through him. Yes, uh, he, he goes impression. into a trance. <laughs> <laughs> he's an impression. He comic. had a couple. He had a couple accents, and he was like, I, "I don't know where I'm gonna workshop this shit." And then he was like, "I'll do it on my congregation. I'll say I have a couple spirits. We'll call them." He's headlining. <laughs> King Bruce. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a fun <laughs> character. He's, he's headlining flappers tomorrow. You guys should check yeah. him out. <laughs> Follow King Bruce at King Bruce the Comedian. Well, there was also, uh, I liked, uh, on the impressions front, there was Soli Yacobo, who was described as supposed to be Italian. Yeah. Because <laughs> he always screamed, he is Italian. And people are like, we can't hear the Italian. <laughs> I just want to know, it's like, was he just, like, pretending to, like, flip But then there was also Dr. Salon, who was Italian. Dr. Salon. Okay. That's when he nailed it one time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a different, that's a different guy. <laughs> that's a different guy. <laughs> I like the idea of everybody being like, I'm pretty sure. And then Dr. Salon's like, no, dude. I can fucking die. I've tasted his sauce. There's no way. <laughs> And there's some other funny spirits, kind of, but there's not enough information about yeah, them. Ancillary characters. They, uh, <laughs> the, the rest were less important. Sure. You know, they were they were the junior spirits. Right. Um, they were ones with braces, openers. right? But uh, <laughs> that's about as much as I want to talk about uh, Joseph Coney, because that's all that's funny about him. Sure. <laughs> like that's legitimately the only things that are funny about him. Everything else is monstrous and awful. Uh, he doesn't have a tight five. <laughs> we could play on the show. With a bad Italian accent. <laughs> Jason Russell, though, uh, is a film and theater director, choreographer, and activist. Okay. His parents were founders of a Christian youth, youth theater, uh, which Russell was a part of as a child. So far, you're describing like everyone I work with. Yeah. <laughs> he is he's from he's from Los Angeles. He's now a comedy from writer. Southern California yeah. <laughs> Moved from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he talked about acting when he was thirteen years old, saying that it was his life. It was what everyone around him did. He didn't even think about it. Was I, he on Reba? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he could never. Dude, you could have gotten him on, dude. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, Mitch was the kid on Reba. Thank you. Just, we need to check back in on that every 10 episodes or so. Hey, just let new listeners know. Yeah. No, is that where we're at with yeah, it? I think so. Tight. Cool. <laughs> I love that in the Reba theme song, she mentions that she was born three weeks premature. Three months. Three, <laughs> three months, months actually. The only line of that song is, I was born three months too early. Doctors gave me 30 days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <What? laughs> yeah. That's a theme song. <laughs> no, it's not. You gotta listen to the full song, Doc. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nobody's ever gonna <laughs> extended Big Bang Theory theme song. <laughs> uh, in two thousand three, 
Shortly after graduating from USC's School of Cinematic Arts, Jason Russell, along with his friends Bobby Bailey and Laren Poole, traveled to Africa, attempting to make a documentary about the war in Darfur. Okay. They had no direct intention other than that. Of course. Sure. <laughs> They're just, we're just white and going to go where we're not supposed to. <laughs> let's, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. They had to find themselves. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> With camera equipment that they had obtained from eBay. Which, seems, now, here's the thing. is a lot petty of, of you to mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, they didn't have enough money. Jesus, man. Losers. <laughs> yeah. Can't go to B&H like a man. <laughs> They went to Africa as student filmmakers with no plan for the focus. But according to Russell, the trip was inspired. And I don't know like what the context is for this, the but movie it was machine inspired. machine gun preacher? Was <laughs> <Is> that why? Because <laughs> I have a friend who went to Africa after watching Machine no, Gun Preacher. No, you do not. What? I really do. <laughs> From watching what? Machine Gun Preacher. <laughs> What I is that? This. I don't know. It was like a movie from the Isn't mid 2000s. Isn't it supposed 2000s. to be a true story or Yeah, it's shit? like a true yeah. story about some preacher who went there and fought with machine guns and won their respect. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It was so Probably generic. Gerard Butler. I think it was Gerard Butler. That that Sure. I can picture him in a <laughs> like in Pope Rope shooting a machine gun for some reason. So I feel yeah. <laughs> I also will say when you first said they went there to just study the war, I was like, well, that's, isn't that what we all do all the time, the press? And then the word student <laughs> came in. And I was like, oh, they're fucked. They're going to die in this story. Because yeah, yeah. you're like, well, this isn't friggin' uh, Bob, uh, come on, sorely? Damn it. Ed, Ed Barley? Ed Barley and Bob Sorley of 60 Minutes. <laughs> I definitely I don't did. I think those are their names. <laughs> They're anagrams of their names. The Je- point Jeb, is Jeb Corley and <laughs> Rob Jeb Scarley. Corley and Rob Scarley, the famous. Beagley comes to mind. It feels like Ed Beagley could no. be in it. Jeff they also I'm running with it. Duos. These, are, <laughs> these are all anagrams of it. Yeah. Uh, point is, uh, I like, yeah. yeah no, they my are, student film when I was an undergrad was that it was like a Western, but it was like a mean golfer and a nice golfer. <laughs> and the mean one like drank and, and dipped. And the nice one was like nice to kids. <laughs> and then they, uh, they golfed against each other. Their student film was, they uh, went to Africa. The with Ugandan no plans. Yeah. <laughs> they went to Africa just thinking like war sounds cool. I like to think they also dipped, though. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. No, there was still a lot of It's funny. <laughs> to that point, also, uh, what... They're going to They want that, the setting. They want that golf movie, bro. But what Jason Russell had said that the trip was inspired by, like why they wanted to go to Africa in the first place, was because of uh, uh, Dan Eldon, who was a journalist, uh, I guess, who had... Uh, been beaten to death in 1993 trying to document the ongoing famine in Somalia. Okay, so... He probably just got caught in like, the crossfire with the with Foreshadowing the what's going to happen. Like, why would someone dying be a thing that you want to like, oh, sure, I'm in. Also, it's no? like beaten to death. Like, pass out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This feels like a... 
This feels like a hard Wikipedia to riff on. <laughs> so after Jason's group uh, reached the sedan, their caravan was attacked by the Lord's Resistance Army. Jason witnessed the car in front of him get shot at, and it really affected him. Jason and Chad are in trouble, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a text from Jay. <laughs> Spirits throwing hella rocks at them. <laughs> he just texted spirit guy <laughs> through rock at me. <laughs> Why does he have a bad Italian accent? <laughs> spirit guy with bad Italian accent. <laughs> now leader guy is mad that I said supposed to be. <laughs> so this forced uh, their caravan to retreat to northern Uganda. They reached the city of Gulu. Not to head home, though. <laughs> no, no. We're just gonna. This really affected me. Let's go. <laughs> uh, in Gulu, Russell and the others interviewed and videotaped children, uh, at least hundreds of children who had to commute to the city every single night. Ed Bradley, Morley Safer. <laughs> Come on, here we go. We got this. <laughs> Mike Wallace, Ed Bradley, Morley Safer. Shame on me a minute ago. Sorry, back to you. <laughs> they interviewed children uh, who had to commute to the city every night to elude raids by the LRA on their home villages in Akali land. Fucking, I could have. I, I probably could have watched a video on how to pronounce it. Yeah, There's a whole fun. documentary about I it, dude. I just said it in. <laughs> made by the dudes who went out there. There's <laughs> a student fair. film that is right up your alley. Yeah, <laughs> they're dead. The documentary is again. Out. The feeling is maybe that the people who are directly, directly related won't hear this because they'll probably. The pronunciations won't be the biggest thing. It'll be like the cackling laughter at their movement. You guys, they did a podcast about us. Everybody gathers around. Man, they didn't link to the freaking video? <laughs> During filming, uh, all three of them contracted malaria. <laughs> And yet no sign to go home. <laughs> uh, they did not cover it in the documentary because they You're wanted too to busy shitting. focus on the... Ch <laughs> yes, that too. It's called a net, idiot. <laughs> See, this is tough stuff to riff on. It's sad. It's hard. It's sad. It's We're very hard. lucky. We, we got lucky. We got born in a different kind. kind. <laughs> the footage that they shot resulted in a documentary and the formation of a company called Invisible Children. <laughs> non-profit, sort of. It's kind of a non-profit. Okay. You're making it sound very shady. Yeah, what do you mean sort <laughs> it's of a, a kind of a non You sound like a vaguely Italian god. <laughs> it's kind of a non-profit, you know? <laughs> I keep it in a family. <laughs> uh, after returning home to the United States... Uh, they created the documentary titled Invisible Children, The Rough Cut. <laughs> Invisible Children, we need more money for editing. <laughs> it aimed to expose the plight of child soldiers and night commuters of northern Uganda. 
Child soldier sounds a lot more, like night commuter doesn't sound like that intense of a phrase. Night <laughs> they commuter. should stick with child soldier. <laughs> After this, they set out on a mission to expose what they had witnessed in Uganda, screening their film at hundreds of high schools, colleges, and churches throughout the United States. It's hard to show people when the children are invisible, dude. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> It's like, no, dude, I promise they're there. That was their big epiphany. They were like, just shoot some landscape, and then we'll be like, (laughs) you know what? The children turn out to be invisible. Hey, the war's kind of scary. We'll just shoot over here, man. Now, they also tried to come up with other ways to promote this video. So they they would do, uh, they did this video called uh, Invisible Children, the musical. Okay. And what this video... Okay, okay, sure. Now remember, Jason has his roots in Christian theater. Somehow I feel like this is going to be about as successful as that Spider-Man musical. (laughs) (laughs) Probably definitely way more successful than that Spider-Man musical. We just just want Jason and his his bros to get come up in so hard in this. (laughs) (laughs) But I know this isn't like fiction, so we don't know if they do. Uh, I'm... I'm just setting it up for the viewer. I, <laughs> if you're listener, if you're feeling that, that's what we're feeling. I want Jason to eat fucking shit at some point. <laughs> A million percent. If he doesn't, and he does. just Coney wins and wins, and then Jason kind of wins, you're like, uh, well, everything. Look, I, I went to film school, and any of the guys I went to film school with who would have said, oh, I'm going to go to Africa are the worst people I know. <laughs> And uh, the footage I got there isn't really uh, setting the world on fire. I'm going to make it a musical. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody cares. So uh, uh, you know what people (laughs) care about? Musicals. Yeah, I promise music has never saved a bad film. I promise. (laughs) You know the classic promoting technique, musicals. (laughs) Trying to get the word out. Uh, The video starts super meta. It's fantastic. It starts off with them at a high school. That they're pre- they've just presented uh, the Invisible Children documentary to uh, like a gymnasium full of high schoolers. Sure. And then a uh, guy walks up to the stage. He lets the students know that they're you know the filmmakers are about to come up and and take questions. And so the kids start throwing them like these hard questions, like you know how is this even gonna help? What's but what's they're all happen? they're all using theater voice. They're like, sir, how's it gonna happen? <laughs> No, they're all ter- they like just got high schoolers at one of the high schoolers they were doing oh, this God. at to do it and they're just like how is this going to help? <laughs> it's just really terrible. I, don't know. I, I was imagining point. it with like Broadway production value. But I well, I never saw High School Musical 4, but this is wild. That's dude. The thing, is it's clearly two videos edited together because they could do a Broadway production of just the three of them together, but they didn't know how to get a room full of children. So they just did that at one of their showings, and then they edit the two videos. There's a, you'll see it, just the, the clip that I'm about to show you, there's a wonderful change in quality. <laughs> um, but so it starts off, you know, with them, like, trying to answer questions. Then the kids all start yelling. A gym coach starts being like, what's this even going to do? <laughs> he sides with the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Like they like all, all gym coaches in a in a tussle. Yeah, never, never. <laughs> I was so ready for it to be like finally a gym coach is like shut up, kids. But he's like yeah, yeah. But uh, it just you know it it devolves until they're all yelling at them. 
Editing. they'll be able to see this yes very cool yeah so it's some, it's some high class technology we got i'll say <laughs> ipad based youtube in browser <laughs> they can't see it but they know what's there like the so invisible you children it's good <laughs> you know it's gonna work it's in browser baby <laughs> every time so that it <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, I retweeted it. So, oh my god, this is, is I was pro themselves what <laughs> are they going to do? I imagined the filmmaking quality better. This looks like like the unaired, like always sunny <laughs> like <laughs> pilot that they shot in their living room. What makes you so different? What a dick. Beginning to a music video. Dance. 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 Let's do what we always do. Oh shit. What? Yeah, we're all the people in the bleachers. They've totally they're extras? changed. I guess, yeah. They've totally changed. Well, now there's different extras. This is like high school musical quality suddenly now. It's very weird. Just hearing the snap of lots of weird outfits. <laughs> Me. Oh god, they're flying. Yeah, okay, so fuck these guys super hard. <laughs> Those guys are the worst. Dude, what happened to NSYNC? Wild. <laughs> yeah, they also just started changing the teenagers into like neon pop versions of the teenagers like them as the video. Yeah, it's but it's I, wild. I don't, uh, that didn't make me I don't, watch that. I don't understand that. Any, anything I saw. The, yeah. Is the beginning supposed to be real that they really did get booed? Because I believed you when you told me. I, I'm in uh, your home and you told me they got booed. <laughs> But then you showed me a fucking video. Well, no, no, no. That was where they're like, it was a setup. That's what I was. Got it. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. They like had it set so up. So they as a part set up a video. scenario where they fail, but yes. then succeed with dance. Yeah. And these are <laughs> the same. These are the, the same hero's guys journey. who went to Africa. What a mess. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hate that so much. Be back in five. Please keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This is <laughs> it's uh, honestly my favorite Step It Up movie. Yeah. Like, just save everything million, with dance. A million percent, dude. 
I can't believe that. So, okay, just give me a little... I'm, I'm trying to keep up, but every time I keep up, I'm throwing, like, a different, a different like, angle here. Right. So, they went out to Africa to make a film about the war going on. Then... They made the film. Made the well, documentary. No, 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 no. They, they wanted to make a film about the war in Darfur, but while they were trying to do that, their care of... And they didn't have, they, it's like, that's too broad. You can't just make a film about a war. Uh, you have to like. Sure you can. Right. But generally you have to have a general idea of where you're going, what you're doing, who you're a talking subject. to, yeah. what yeah. the yeah. sides are that you're covering, which fucking sides of the war you're covering. They didn't know any of that. Then they got a, literally attacked by fucking these people. people yeah. And so they were like, film, oh, this is cool. You're telling me film school kids underprepared? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm telling That's wild, dude. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, But yeah, no. So they they wound up just like getting hit in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Mike O'Brien just took out. He's cleaning out Mitch's refrigerator. There is also an empty Keystone box in there, so... So it gets worse. <laughs> he likes to keep the boxes cold. Yeah. I love old, cold cardboard. <laughs> That's to show you didn't take the last one. <laughs> Look, there's still a box. Oh, I didn't realize I took the last one. Oh, what? Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, so... I feel the same way, buddy. The video wasn't the only thing that they tried to do to get the word out about the Ugandan people's plight. But, also, like, how did they get the word out? Like, do dancing. No, I get that. <laughs> no, I get that. <laughs> I, like, what even is a documentary about? Like, you said they had no idea, like, their point of view or anything. Like, Well, the Invisible Children documentary is specifically about child the children. Soldiers. Children who are trying to avoid being child soldiers by every single night they take like a commute to this village and they all in like the hundreds or thousands sleep in huddles in the streets and are watched by guards to make sure that they are not kidnapped and forced into. What are you whispering? I'm not whispering. Oh, I thought you were mouthing something at me. No, 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 no. You're like I. Th- no, spell? I swear <laughs> to God, he was just doing like a snake <laughs> incantation on me. I can't oh. tell if I was being hexed or like fucking. <laughs> Kyle's like, oh shit, I forgot I had scheduled a possession. (laughs) It's just that, so their video that they did when they, their little student, student film in Africa has some like noble intentions, even though they clearly from the clip, everyone will see look like dumb bros from all of our uh, high schools in America. Well, and that's the thing is they are dumb bros from all of our high schools. And, and, but they... They genuinely, seemingly want to help. Their video was good, and then when it wasn't being received well, their adjustments also weren't good. (laughs) It wasn't to say, "Hey guys, for real, this is a horrible thing that's happening to children." It was um, maybe we can become famous by dancing. I mean, it it seems like to put themselves dancing in the video does seem like. (laughs) 
it's or, not going to get more attention to the horrible <laughs> kidnapping crimes. The of children Uganda. are invisible, so she can see us. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, their efforts gotcha. are uh, certainly misguided, but seemingly pure. Look. At some point, we all sell out. I get it. I get it. We all start trying to save children, and then we turn to dance. And, this is yeah. how it happens. Sure. This is how I promote my stand-up dates now. I release weird <laughs> dance videos. With invisible children. Yeah. Uh, another attempt they had to, uh, to spread the word of the plight of the Ugandan people was an event called Displace Me, where in <laughs> April 2007... Uh, they got 68,000 volunteers to come together to raise awareness by sleeping on the streets in makeshift cardboard villages. Fun. It's like a big fort. Uh, <laughs> Displace Me was created to be an experimental event. To encourage the simulation, participants were asked to bring the following. Now, the simulation is meant to be what it's like to be these kids in Uganda, having to travel to a camp, a far, far distance. Like, there were camps set up that were, like, specifically far away from where you were that you all had to go to and bring these items that then were going to be taken from you and rationed out to you. Okay, but also people sleeping in the streets in cardboard boxes, like, homeless people. Right. Like, what, describing we care downtown about Los Angeles. Angeles. They never, <laughs> every idea they had, they never asked one person... <laughs> Hey, is this a good idea? Do you, is this weird? <laughs> also, have you guys heard... I have two bits on this. Uh, <laughs> have you guys heard about the new Tarantino movie where Jason and his bros end up in a <laughs> camp where they're, you know, uh, Coney has got them in a... Because uh, that's what we're hoping about these guys, but I bet they're fucking fine. I know the end of this. I already know the ending of this. These guys are fine, and they live yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, I see the Tarantino movie. <laughs> they, make, they use like the N word like seven yes. times for no reason. Yes. Yeah, they feel well, like hey, they earned it because yeah. they spend a week in yeah. Africa. Una Thurman did it. I remember that one. I became friends with them, man. That was accepted. I'm so worried about those kids, but also, man, check out this new shit I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the volunteers of Displace Me were asked to bring. Enough cardboard to build something the size of a small tent. Like all refugees have. <laughs> a sleeping bag. A 1.5 liter bottle of water to be taken away from them upon arrival and then <laughs> rationed out to them. I like how they also are hurting the earth. <laughs> a box of saltine crackers with sealed packaging to be taken from them upon arrival and rationed out. Uh, and a current photo of you wearing a white t-shirt with a red X. Now, the red X was because the logo of Displace Me was metal as fuck. Whoa. Uh, yeah, dude. That looks like it'd be written on your floor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> looks like it would be tattooed on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they... Um, uh, this is what Firefest should have claimed they were doing, by the way. <laughs> is they're like, we were trying to do Uganda awareness. But they're claiming that this is a, an event for Ugandan awareness. J the Jason Bros are doing yes. kind of a cool thing, in my opinion, almost. Yeah. What is that? The last five minutes, man. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought there was going to be more of a everything. justification that, uh, for what's... Well, what the, the bad version when I was in third grade was um, they were like, so you got to face the reality of the world. You're in America, so you're lucky. Um, so here's what it is. We're going to split the class up into five, five, and five. 
you guys are uh, America, you guys are whatever, and you guys are, you know, like whatever terms they used in in those days for like you're vaguely uh, Italian, the, you're vaguely, Ita- <laughs> but for third world type uh, countries, impoverished, I think is the term now, and um, developing nations and developing. Thank you, and uh, they. Uh, the f- five got pizza, the five in the middle got water, and the other five just sat and watched everyone. And um, <laughs> it was a bummer uh, for kind of for everyone involved because even, right, even I can't remember where pizza, I was, but even sucks. if you got pizza, it's like soggy. You're like, yeah. I'd rather eat at home when it's normal, <laughs> not in front of my my soccer friend. But um, <laughs> who's sitting on the floor in the corner. But the point is, um, is that that's kind of that's what this event was like. Let's let's That's think exactly a little bit about what what's this like was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but except with dance. <laughs> is there a dance in this one? There is not, but yet. wouldn't that be yeah, lovely? Yeah. Not yet. Uh, so they how had are they going to gonna stay sharp? <laughs> yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> there were 15 locations, camps across the United States, uh, and they all had to travel long distances to reach their camps. Uh, once they had arrived, they had to build their huts out of cardboard boxes, and throughout the remainder of the night, they were rationed food and water and heard via video personal testimonies from those living in the camps in the north. So they got to, like, as they were staying in their own little, like, like just night camp, they got to hear from people who were actually doing it. This does feel really offensive, though, because I feel like everybody doing it is, like, snuggling into their tents and being yeah. like, wow, look at us. Like, yeah. so No, they are. They're all <laughs> patting each other. living like them. 68,000 yeah. collective pats on the back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how many really did it? Yeah, apparently this one actually, like, they got a real turnout for this. I, I found, like, multiple... Places white, white that reported it as that. They want, they want, yeah, they love camping. <laughs> they and also love not feeling guilty. Really? There you go. You got 60,000 Luke Knowles out there. You're going to get some fucking people. Dude, think of all the guitar there with all the Luke Knowles there. Does it feel good? Did you feel good? You feel like. I knew right away I wasn't going there to like for a cause. I was like, there was a competition for oh. who could make the best I thought it was structure, I thought it was a it girl was to raise awareness it was to raise awareness but it was like a competition to build a cardboard structure sorry he wasn't he wasn't there for the cause he was there for the dance and that's we what matters we made a pirate ship and went over to the volleyball <laughs> sand volleyball courts and we uh, surrounded our ship with uh, with sand it was pretty cute but we win. ah we were rooting <laughs> for you <laughs> bud <laughs> but yeah i've slept in a box slept in a box I mean, it's at least it's not. It's the opposite of bum fights. It's trying. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's fun to make fun of like white liberals who try and suck. Yeah. But the opposite is Nazis who kill people. <laughs> <laughs> and from what I've heard, dude, these Nazis cannot dance. Yeah. It is a lot. Right. At least they've got inner. That's they, the cool thing about uh, white the liberals. Oh, they know they how could, to. Yeah. They, they know the arts, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every white liberal taught themselves the Dougie. (laughs) For sure. Later in 2007, after hearing about the efforts of invisible children and the plight of the Ugandan peoples, Fallout Boy filmed a music video. (laughs) I remember this. For a song in Uganda. Now. In the door. 
I remember Fallout Boy filming that music video. They originally intended to create a documentary-style film, but decided to focus on a love story between two Ugandan children. My MySpace URL was uh, Fallout Boy Rocks. I don't care. That is real. That's, That's my actual. That was my actual MySpace URL. And it was. It was. Not facetious. And it, no, and it stayed it stayed true, baby. <laughs> Mine was uh, myspace.com slash Mitch is a vampire, so not, not better. Not better. I, uh, I grew up Catholic, so uh, I was not allowed to have a MySpace. Or yeah, I wasn't friends. allowed to have a MySpace. <laughs> I had oh, a, one of those I'm a rule MySpace. follower. <laughs> also, I loved MySpace. Just as I fell deeply in love with MySpace, it went away. <laughs> but what I loved about it was the f- it had a thing where as soon as you go to the page, there's whatever videos you want of your fucking comedy videos, which now Instagram is that, but I'm not on Facebook. Uh, who cares about this? Uh, but, but, well, but see, I never got Facebook to use... Facebook bummed me out because you would post and then go away or whatever, and like MySpace was like, we know your whole thing is you, you want to promote is music and, mm-hmm. and comedians, mm-hmm. your songs and videos... And people love to laugh about MySpace because bro one beat bro two. <laughs> but it was it was pretty good for, for people who make quick, dumb comedy videos. And now Instagram has taken that place. But I liked it. Have you guys uh, heard about uh, Mike O'Brien's hashtag uh, save MySpace? You guys heard about that? You guys yeah, heard about that? Do what you can. Come on, Patton. <laughs> Come on, Patton. Come Begging on, Patton, Patton for a retweet. I know you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you get Patton fired up. Come on, baby. Uh,. The song, though, was titled, I, I thought this was, it was a, you know, the music video was a, a love story between two Ugandan children, which uh, one of the co-founders of Invisible Children described as groundbreaking, and one of the band members said, uh, I mean, have you ever seen a love story between Ugandan people? <laughs> Especially with a rock band. On TRL? Oh my God! The, the the liberal pride is shining so bright. But the song was Still titled "Diversity." I'll take it. <laughs> the song was titled "I'm Like a Lawyer" with the way I'm always trying to get you off. <sighs> about children? I mean, the song's not, it's a love story about children. About children. But the music video the music is. Music video is. And and as I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> All of their song titles are like full sentences yeah, with like, like a comma ridiculous. and a joke in the second half. Right? <laughs> it's like esoteric essay titles for yeah. songs. If yeah. you just heard that one, you'd be like, that's insane. But they do name all their songs in my memory. I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, everyone here went through a fallout and, boy and phase except for me. Yeah. <laughs> It's because I wasn't allowed wake MySpace. Me up, wake me up from sleeping with somebody else. That's another banger over there. <laughs> All of the music videos have uh, two also, Ugandan children. <laughs> on TRL? <laughs> <laughs> also in 2007, uh, Jason, with his wife Danica, uh, and John Chu. <laughs> the way you said that name. Like John Chu, like... A like real, the very famous director John Chu, but not oh, not like the famous Danica. All the stuff. Yeah. 
Because I was like, wait, so sometimes we're using famous people? Because I was like, there's only one Danica. All right, okay. So no, what? sorry, Danica Jones. Uh, sure, but John Chu. But John <laughs> Chu, though. Yeah, her little buddy uh, John Chu. They co-wrote a musical called Moxie, which they sold to Steven Spielberg. Wait, there's two musicals? I knew Jason Jesus. would keep winning. I knew Jason would keep <laughs> winning. Will. Jason will never stop winning. Welcome to Hollywood. He's perfect for it. <laughs> now, although the Lord's Resistance Army left Uganda in 2006 after failed peace negotiations with the government, Invisible Children continued to create new awareness programs, all specifically targeted at aiding Uganda, which, again, like, not being very affected by this anymore. Uganda's like, we're actually, we're good. <laughs> they're like, no, dude, we wrote another musical. And they're like, we don't. I'm not going to watch it again. Stop <laughs> telling our kids they've got moxie. Yeah. <laughs> we're good, Jay. <laughs> we can see all the kids here. They're fine. In May 2010, President Barack Obama signed the Lord's Resistance Army Disarmament and Northern Uganda Recovery Act. Representatives of Invisible Children and other groups were present in the Oval Office when the president signed the law. The president told those in attendance, We have seen you reporting your websites, your blogs, and your video postcards. You have made the plight of the children visible to us all. I love the musical. <laughs> the opening act is a showstopper. This is happening, you guys. <laughs> it's a full Obama. Is that a recurring thing? On this? No, no. <laughs> It no, and hopefully happen. it fucking doesn't become one. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to do a whole Obama app. <laughs> <laughs> On March 5th, 2012, Invisible Children uploaded a video to YouTube, Vimeo, their own website, and most likely other places, but those were the ones that mattered, <laughs> entitled Coney 2012. <sighs> the film's purpose was to promote the charity's Stop Coney movement to make Ugandan cult and militia leader, indicted war criminal, and the international criminal court fugitive Joseph Coney globally known in order to have him arrested by the end of 2012. It was a 30-minute documentary. It was, a th it was 30 minutes long. And I feel like they could have... I mean, I probably could have gotten the points across in a shorter amount of time, too. But they definitely could have. They didn't have people riffing. Yeah, dude. Kids these days can only listen, pay attention for like six seconds. Like, yeah. just put that shit on Vine. Yeah, it should have been just TikTok. So. <laughs> the dancing while mouthing. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stop this war criminal. The film advocates the restoration of social order through military intervention and curtailing compelled and coerced youth military service. The video also has clips of Jason Russell's young son reacting to the information of Coney. That seems... <laughs> Kids react. <laughs> Wait, Jason... They... So Jason made the movie oh, Jason and made then it. got, got it, reaction got shots of his son watching got him it, editing it, it and uh, put that into the movie. I missed one part and I thought someone else had brought Jason into something, <laughs> but this is always Jason driven. Everything is yeah. Jason yes, driven. Everything is Jason driven. And he had a kid. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's doing great. He's, he's killing he it. He and Danica. Skip the headline. Yeah, he and Danica. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the video concludes by urging viewers to join its publicity campaign, Cover the Night, which involves putting up posters and helping out in their communities. Okay. 
the campaign aimed to plaster every city on every block around the world with posters, stickers, and murals of Coney to pressure governments into hunting down the guerrilla leader. I'm just wondering how he's going to do this through, like, ribbon dance. <laughs> also, yeah, are we, we're bringing down a dictator in 2012, did you say, or eight? Yeah. With posters stapled to, <laughs> like, a Beijing telephone pole and uh, Tokyo and New York. And right under, like, posters about, like, a band performance. Right, right. Lost Dog. Also, this guy is not great. <laughs> Cleaning service. Should you, should you be voting in Uganda next week? Posters? <laughs> Posters were how you canceled people in 2012. Don't right. you get it? <laughs> Within six days of being posted, it received over 100 million views. At the time, it was regarded as the most viral video in history for having achieved so many views in such a short amount of time. Wait, what, what year again? 2012. Oh, I actually have a. Uh, it beat Lazy Sunday. Barely <laughs> <laughs> well, above the Harlem chart. Shake. Yeah. I have a little chart of what it beat and by how much. These are oh, all the other geez. views to oh, have right. achieved 100 million views Wait, read in how many days. Where's Lazy Sunday? Oh, lady you God, know you right. got your ass handed to you by half hour documentary. The dead terrorist making the list. Jeff Dunham's new character, Coney. Dude, wild. Yeah. Friday, 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 gotta get down on Fridays, 45 days. Oh my god, Friday. That's Party great. in the USA coming in at a, a, around 57, that's good. Jeez, you wanna check out that list? Yeah, I do. That's a wild list. <laughs> it really just... Suzanne Boyle, Britain's got down. Yeah, it went... Yeah. And again... Half an hour long. Jeez. And after all my burns, I was kind of sad that um, Lazy Sunday wasn't on there. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe I think maybe it was because it was like the first thing. So maybe it took like a year. Yeah. To be it's it's credited as like the first viral. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe it took them like 300 yeah. days because people didn't know the word YouTube. <laughs> yeah, keep on trying to justify, buddy. It's, it's hey. not on here. Okay. All right. Well, check it out again. It's called Lazy Sunday by the Lonely Island. It's a uh, hashtag Save Lazy Sunday by Mike O'Brien. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. It's on you, buddy. Uh. Uh, at the time, it was also the most liked, like, ever on YouTube. It was the first video to reach one million likes. The intense exposure of the video caused the Coney 2012 website to crash shortly after it began gaining widespread popularity. A poll suggested that more than half of young adult Americans heard about Coney 2012 in the days following the video's release. A number of celebrities endorsed the awareness campaign, including Justin Bieber, Bill Gates, Nicki Minaj, Kim Kardashian, Rihanna, and Ellen Page. Weird, like... Yeah, I wouldn't want to hang out with all those people <laughs> at once. <laughs> It'd be a little overwhelming. <laughs> but think, like, but we, here we are, Jason's kind of done a good thing, and it's a bummer. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It, it sucks. Is. He genuinely raised awareness with a half-hour friggin' video, and he he got everyone looking at his kid. The fun thing would be <laughs> if Coney saw his kid and was like, "Ooh la la, look at that machine gun, <laughs> ready to go." <laughs> Joke <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> the film also sparked a heated controversy, though. Oh, sure. Since the video's release, Invisible Children has come under criticism for oversimplification of events in the region and has been accused of engaging in slacktivism. It, like... In what? Popularized the word slacktivism. Okay. It's the first. It was, like, it's where... I don't know that it's where the word came from, but it's where it became used on fucking news and shit. Uh, while the campaign promotes global activism, it's been criticized for providing a black and white picture rather than encouraging the viewers to learn about the situation. One point of criticism is that the film gives a misleading impression—oh my god—impression <laughs> of the whereabouts and magnitude of Coney's remaining LRA forces. As of early 2012, Coney's followers were thought to number only in the hundreds. Kony himself was believed to be in the Central African Republic rather than Uganda, a fact that receives only a passing mention in the video. Well, we do know Kony's bad at impressions, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm also... Uh, I'm coming around... Uh, this is a real journey. <laughs> I'm coming around on Jason. Now he's getting a bunch of hate for not doing enough. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, do you know what he got a hundred million written? people talking about it, and and it's like, well, you guys take the baton. You guys figure out the exact numbers of the next whatever. Like it's uh, now I'm like, maybe, <laughs> what do you need? He did. He stopped his dumb dances in the gyms. <laughs> he's, he's been helping yeah, a lot. He he's been putting up posters. His arc has been wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> uh. This problem raised questions about the plausibility of Ugandan army intervention, which the video advocates. Since Kony and most of the LRA forces are currently not in Uganda, the Ugandan army would need to coordinate with the governments and militaries of the other countries where the LRA is active. March not on Jason. <laughs> not his problem. <laughs> <laughs> takes a spark to make a fire, you know, Bruce. <laughs> Jason did a spark. Jason's my man. <laughs> you you go home and learn the dance. Like, move for move. Hell yes. And the fact that he organized all these guys in a gym to do it, it's that's artful. That's thought out and it's cool and weird. And yeah, dancing. Oh, and now we're making fun of dancing. That's movement. That's expression. <laughs> I like Jason. Jason is pure. Guys. His student film. I was making shit about golf. <laughs> this, this, this motherfucker wanted to change the world and I respect it. Please please reach out to Mike on Twitter through the hashtag save Jason. <laughs> Come on, Batten. Come on. Uh, a March a March twenty twelve <laughs> mass showing of the film in Lyra, the site of one of Coney's worst atrocities in Uganda. Uh, the film was met with jeering and rocks being thrown at the screen. <laughs> but, but wait, what about the accord? <laughs> Their movie theaters have rocks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> There's a lot of making the sign of the cross as they were being tossed. <laughs> You've heard of rotten tomatoes being thrown, but rocks, Jesus. <laughs> Their movie theater just has rocks in the concession stand for throwing. <laughs> <laughs> the prime minister of Uganda. Remember when, sorry. No. Remember when we all found out that throwing a shoe is such a huge, awesome thing? <laughs> <laughs> that had a little spike. Maybe you guys have done an episode on it. If not, I love that. And it was like George W. got the greatest dishonor you can get. The oppressed person threw a shoe. And, it, it, and he, he got famous for ducking it. But I was also like, I love that. Didn't that is the like guy a gross weird thing. Follow it up though by throwing his other shoe immediately. He threw both shoes. I he think. like yeah. threw one and was like, "No, fuck you!" And like whipped that other one at him. It's a great, great thing. I think the only thing more offensive would be like throwing a crock. You know, yeah. <laughs> just like you. That's the greatest insult because you're like, I'm not even gonna go find this after the press conference. Yeah. I'm fine with it just being this. gone. <laughs> These are my shower shoes. Ask for them back. Oh yeah, definitely the guy in the George W. It was like it had laces. It was like I like how you think laces are what make a fancy shoe. That's what makes a good shoe. I don't think he asked for it back. I just think he kind of lingered and was like, "Yeah, things got crazy." Anyway, when everyone clears out, I'm gonna go start, you know, snooping around under that. What are they called? (laughs) (laughs) Shoelaces. Not dossier. I'll get it in a minute. Ed Bradley, Mike Wallace. Uh, (laughs) What's it called that you stand at? I'll get it in a minute. Let's go on. (laughs) The Prime Minister of Uganda. (sighs) Amama Mbabazi. Definitely wrong. Said with confidence, though. So, you know. <laughs> Launched an online response on YouTube in which he sought to correct the false impression that Uganda was still at war and invited everyone to visit the country, <laughs> assuring that people would find it a very different place to that portrayed by invisible children. <laughs> Meanwhile, dozens of members... Like killed tourism. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, dozens of members of Ugandan diaspora in the United States protested outside the Invisible Children offices in San Diego, also criticizing the video, but saying Coney represents only 3% of all the problems in their home country. Quit getting the Invisible Mobile. I'm so sorry. I'm (laughs) so sorry. We're going to protest. There is... There is definitely no place on earth that Jason would more likely have an office than San Diego. <laughs> That's, that is yeah. the center of bro culture. That rules. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rules, dude. Their, their offices has a strict tank top dress code. <laughs> a statement supposedly released by Coney's Lord's Resistance Army. Uh, or TRL for short. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, condemned the film as a cheap and banal panic act of mass trickery to make the unsuspecting peoples of the world complicit in the U.S. rogue and murderous activities in Central Africa. That's a fucking tongue twister. And that's Try that they, three times fast, I dare you. That's when they released, we are the world. <laughs> Diaz? <laughs> Diaz? 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 Diaz, you were thinking? Yeah. Guy's hanging out. He's like, you guys clear out. I'll be good for a minute. 
<laughs> and uh, I'll catch up with you. And they're like, our Uber's leaving. And he's like, I know, but uh, uh, I'm just going to chill for a minute. And then he goes and looks around the dais, grabs his shoe, unless it's a crock. <laughs> I'm good. A two. <laughs> yeah. Pulpit. But dais. But dais. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of like I do kind of see like if he got like, he makes this musical and then he's like cutting the movie together and he's like oh yeah it's not really <laughs> might have to exaggerate a couple things <laughs> I've gotten in too deep at this point <laughs> I've got Rihanna on the other line <laughs> uh, on March 8th 2012 Invisible Children released an official response addressing all of the criticism directed at Coney 2012 uh, they stated that in their quest to garner wide public support of nuanced policy, they sought to explain the conflict in an easily understandable format. We gotta dumb down this war, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make this war bro digestible. You feel me? It's just the same video, but them in tank tops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they keep cutting away to a fucking kid every nine seconds. <laughs> As part of the campaign uh, oh, of uh, Cover the Night, part of the campaign, that was like one of the, that was like what, okay, see, this is the thing that kind of makes it border on you can't tell if they are, like, if they genuinely care and want to help and they were just, like, they were more vague than they meant to be. Right. And, like, yeah, it is, like, with saying that it's nuanced policy is great because, like, yeah, there's so much fucking shit. It's, it's a warlord traveling from country to country in the jungle, kidnapping children. That's pretty nuanced. So, yeah, maybe they could have accidentally explained that away, but then it all culminated in what they were calling cover the night. This was very important. The uh, putting up all the posters and, uh, you know, stencils of Coney to pressure governments of the world into hunting down Coney. So... At the end of the video, they were asked to, to take action in their hometown for Cover the Night. What they were meant to do was, in the daytime, you should go out and do any local act of charity. <laughs> it could be, you know, working at a soup kitchen, going to help at a community garden, just any small thing in your community. And then that night... In America or whatever country yes. you're in. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was... Teach a dance mostly class. Mostly targeted at the U.S., uh -huh. but it was mostly targeted at uh, North America, like the U.S. Uh -huh. and Canada, and I guess the U.K. a little, but it was the biggest response seemingly was from the U.S. Um, it was to take place on April 20th, 2012. 420, bro. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. I forgot we had hella plans that day. Fuck. <laughs> Do a local act of charity, dude. Plant some marijuana. <laughs> right, right. But also Columbine, guys. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I got a full schedule. What do you... <laughs> Columbine. You and do... Hitler's birthday. How are we going to fit it all in? <laughs> busy day. What? Um, so during the day, you volunteer, and what do you do at night? You just go and put up posters. Okay. Or uh, More chalk paintings. You just write Coney, get Coney, fucking, mm -hmm. you put his face up. The real thing was Jason Russell did like a really heartfelt video where he was like, our goal is to put Coney's face on every street corner 
so that people know as if people in the US are going to be able to identify him like a fucking <laughs> Ambler, yeah. Amber Alert. But also great publicist. <laughs> that's him. That's him. I just saw him walking into Walmart. Man. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to vote him off America's Got Talent. <laughs> like, what is this campaign? Uh, but this is the thing that for me, like, it makes you question it. Because Invisible Children uh, on their website offered posters and t-shirts in an attempt mm-hmm. to gain wider recognition. Now, the posters, they even had a little package that you could use the cover the night package that has like posters and uh, stuff to put up stickers to feel good about yourself <laughs> yeah tight um yeah the the action they were called action kits sorry it's just full they included campaign bands. buttons posters yeah. bracelets and stickers um and they were being criticized for that too like, hey man you gotta sell your merch i get it you gotta you gotta sell your merch uh, all the money from the purchases of these were meant to go uh, at least partially to the funding of new uh, films, educational films on the subject, and to Jason said this golf movie he's been thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> one, one good, one bad. <laughs> <laughs> one for them, one for me. You know. <laughs> I'm thinking it's kind of like a western almost, but about <laughs> golf. You see the one guy wake up. He's got a family. <laughs> one has, one can afford shoelaces. One can't. Uh, so the buildup of all this pressure of of the criticism and and you know, it was really getting to Jason's head. It was affecting him very seriously. And on March fifteenth, he decided to take some time off with his family. He was in San Diego, where he's from, where he lives. <laughs> They went to see a movie. Uh, I have, I, I, I do believe that it was the Lorax. <laughs> yeah, you do. I this is I, you do. It was I found like one source that okay. said the Lorax, but everything else did. That's not this, the thing that most of this, these focus on. This one, this. this this story is actually about the one person who saw the Lorax in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> what was crazy is he hated the movie, so he just started chucking rocks at it. It was wild. <laughs> I, a, I, think I threw a crock at the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> I think his son was around like four or five at this time, who was featured in the video. So it was he and his wife were taking their son out to uh, out to. I like that you see you a movie in your deep dive. <laughs> tried to find out the movie because that was definitely all of our questions. Uh, like, yeah, I was well, just movie. So, all right, Lorax maybe. Yeah. He's a Lorax guy. We get it. Um, Could have seen Dark Knight Rises, which, you know, it's a Lorax <laughs> day. Something in Jason snapped. While watching the Lorax. While watching. <laughs> now we have to find out which movie really. Yeah. While watching the Lorax, yes. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> he stormed out of the theater. Oh, man. You got to catch the last half, buddy. Yeah. He walked out front. <laughs> and, um, well, the next day, uh, <laughs> an NBC affiliate. So walked out front and then went home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just out there till the next day. He walked out. The next day, an NBC affiliate <laughs> reported... Uh, that Jason was detained in San Diego that day. Was that the uh, word he was allegedly taken into custody 
for drunkenness, vandalizing cars, and masturbating in public. <laughs> now the car vandalizer was just like one fish, two fish, <laughs> blue fish. Yeah. yeah. This is what I wanted, and now I don't. <laughs> Who I was, knew it was I'm the so Lorax that was gonna get him jerking off on cars all over fucking Danny yeah. Yeah. Coronado Island? Danny DeVito as a small orange monster <laughs> I, protecting a forest that made him just. I, I do love the idea that Danny DeVito is the soundtrack to your mental breakdown. <laughs> Another good man ruined over public masturbation. Now, uh, guys, go jerk off into a car. <laughs> it's funny to you guys, but Jason's a good guy. <laughs> now that report was picked up by uh, the car a lot said of... he couldn't masturbate. <laughs> That report was picked up by a lot of uh, other news companies, but it wasn't. It wasn't totally. He wasn't masturbating. He was not masturbating. He was making love to himself. You freaks! <laughs> you, <got> <laughs> <laughs> you fucking freaks! It's not masturbation. It's, it's not love. Look, whatever happens to a grown man in a 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee is between them. <laughs> According to the official report. No, it's new. <laughs> According to the official report, San Diego police responded to several calls about a man in his underwear running through traffic and yelling in broad daylight. Now, all the official reports now that, like, because the initial one said that he was naked and masturbating, and then after it was corrected, it said that he was just in his underwear. Um, there is a video. Oh. That we're you can find it on Pornhub? He's just screaming about how good the Lorax is. And <laughs> I, I couldn't fish it. You guys got to catch this fucking movie. <laughs> I will leave it up to you guys to uh, decide whether or not he's wearing underwear. Oh, because they've okay. blurred his, okay, gotcha, gotcha. his groin area, but it doesn't appear to be any underwear. Are you um, posting that? Will that be up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we post it all. Don't make me find this stuff. I can't no. find anything. No, we won't. I can't find anything. I'm 43. I can't find anything. Uh, after taking him into custody, the police took him to a medical center where he was placed under involuntary psychiatric hold for at least a few days. Well, now... Uh, the story was immediately picked up by the Huffington Post, People, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal... Jezebel published an email from a reader named Cindy who saw the incident. Although it was initially reported that he was arrested and taken into custody, it was then revealed that he was only taken to a, a psychiatric ward. Within 48 hours of it, TMZ had published videos. I don't believe it's the Lorax anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Do tell. Dude, Lorax is a good guy, man. I just... I. We're theorizing, like, okay. Wait, I want to hear the theory. Do we, I, well, do we watch and... Uh, it, him taking his son... Jason's not the type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's Jason. Jason's a San Diego bro that means well. and He's a golden retriever of a person. <laughs> I think so. A hundred percent. That's a good way to put it. And... And he, this incident is like shroomy or something. <laughs> yeah, and took, I don't, I don't think and he would, went to watch the movie with his kid. I don't believe that. I'm gonna take. I don't acid. believe he would do that. I don't believe he would do that. I think it's a. I think if anything, we might have the wrong movie. Um, 
and um, our host is urinating, but <laughs> he said he heard one time it's a Lorax, and then he also put together the sun. We don't know that he went. I don't like the idea of him going with his son on drugs, but I think this might be a drug-related arrest. And so my theory, in sticking by my boy Jason, is that he and his buddies were like going, and he was stressed out, and he was on drugs. But I don't like him like doing shrooms. He's sitting next to his five-year-old watching the Lorax, and then running around getting arrested. That's not fun to me. That's not fun. I think he, I think he had a bro night, and and he went too far because he's he's needing therapy yeah. and shit, and um, and but I don't know about going to a, a Disney movie with this or a Seuss movie with his son. Uh, DreamWorks, which coincidentally is the company owned Mad by Steven respect. Spielberg that he sold his musical to. Oh, there you go. Yeah, cool tie. But my point is that <laughs> <laughs> Jason. We are now making him a different type of human if we're saying he had this incident when he's out with his family. And I just, for the record and for the podcast, <laughs> I want to say, I bet this is some kind of drug or and or drinking thing that is not um, his family, around his family. I think it's some dumb San Diego bro thing. Yeah, I, I totally see. Let's see if maybe the video... Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we have the Daddy! wife and kid running after him. Daddy, please. Let's see the vid. <laughs> okay, oh, I it all okay, right. here he is. He's kind of walking calmly. Also, the movie was at 1 p.m. It's very bright. Yeah, it's a matinee. <laughs> oh, he's like slapping the ground. Very spread-legged, slapping the ground and clapping. Yeah, this is drugs. Yeah, he's on drugs. Now, didn't he get sued for something? I have several one? similar videos this is like I get. I, I imagine this is also like a, a publicist being like, it'd be better for you to just have a public fugue state. Like, like, <laughs> like tries to fake his mental well, breakdown. I like, one time, oh, wow, that's a good theory. That this time, is staged for a real breakdown. That's interesting. He's getting sued at this point because of so much money is going to that invisible children thing. I remember there were, there was yeah. a lawsuit because I don't know. I do believe I do believe you're correct. And I for like an insanity plea, that, this helps. Yes. Yes. This would definitely yeah. do something. Well. Um, oh man! Just, <laughs> come on, Jason! Come I, on, Jason! Luke Knoll just, just hit a three-point victory stance <laughs> like Spider-Man. I just want to say my theory on the underwear is like I hope he's not wearing underwear because if his underwear is that tight, I don't like it. Right? <laughs> like, like if like you get blurred out, sure a thong if he is wearing underwear. If it's yeah. so easy to blur. If it's so easy to blur. Ooh. Yeah, it could be yeah. the invisible underwear. But it, it did feel <laughs> it did feel a little bit like like fake crazy. Yeah. Yeah, That's like right. he's like, oh, a crazy person would slap the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like like, uh, like UCB 101, you're trying to be interesting on stage, so you start doing like, I'm a crazy I'm person. I'm a crazy guy. Or, yeah, or like a drug thing. Yeah. What does it mean when we're feeling what we're feeling? 
<laughs> yeah, 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 I didn't like that. I, I don't mean, I mean just now. What, yeah. That, like, that's all okay? Oh, I it think my like neighbors move their furniture every now and then. Okay. Yeah. It felt like a like when you live in cities, they have a, a train that goes overhead. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have a train. I thought it was another earthquake. They I got upstairs. excited. Yeah, they have a small train that they do little tours around the apartment. <laughs> Someone just threw a shoe no, at Well, us. this is like Burbank, mold. so uh, that's the monorail. It goes all the way to Disney. Beautiful. And it's wonderful. Um, Connects uh, Disney to Portos. <laughs> Those are the two points. <laughs> um, his wife came out and released a statement about it, and apparently he was diagnosed with brief reactive psychosis. So he was wearing briefs. <laughs> <laughs> so Joke fast. of the uh, pod. <laughs> I loved watching Mike just try to oh. jump in on that. Uh, I heard you guys yell something earlier. Yeah, the, <laughs> we don't. What, joke. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell later appeared on the TV show Oprah's Next Chapter on uh, the, I believe it was on the... <laughs> it has to be pronounced with that. <laughs> yeah. Oprah's Next Chapter. There's you a have to be too yeah. drunk to say it. It's a <laughs> you get an invisible child. You get an invisible child. <laughs> <laughs> She's running out of budget. <laughs> uh, he discussed the, uh, the incident with Oprah, describing it as an out-of-body experience and stating, that wasn't me. That's not who I am. That's the shrooms, dude. That's yeah. what he said. That's not yeah. who he is. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was, there was a lot, like he did a lot of interviews and a lot of coverage trying to make up for that. They released another video uh, called uh, Coney 2012 Part 2 Beyond Famous. <laughs> Pop okay, star, so never I'm, stop. <laughs> I'm feeling that thing he t- he does occasionally where he kind of makes it about himself again. <laughs> and I kind of feel like... Well, this in this video, it was purely about Coney, and they made no mention of uh, his uh, mental breakdown. Okay, well, that's maybe good. I mean, he's the king of the bros. He, <laughs> he is still a bro, but he is the king of the bros. He occasionally tries very hard to help thousands of Ugandan children. <laughs> occasionally. Occasionally. Oh, occasionally. In a very Think of every other line. bro. Hey, dude. They're at zero. <laughs> They're at fucking zero help to Ugandan children. Uh, so actually, laugh all you want about occasionally. He's not the U.S. Army. He's a bro. And he's occasionally trying to help Ugandan. I'm at zero. I'm at zero. <laughs> You're a zero. You're a zero. You're a zero. He occasionally helps Ugandan children. And he's a San Diego fucking bro. It's amazing. Hey, dude, even he frats tried. have charities, okay? Bro's got charities. Yeah, I mean, he maybe helped a little. He, he did more even than he just like try. Venmo a charity. He maybe he may have nudged the world against Coney two percent. It may be more like forty percent. We don't know, but I'm gonna go low and say two percent. That's way way more than Chad, Mark, Dirty Rick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stinky T. Look at what he Stinky T. Look at how great he did. We're talking about Coney on this dumb fucking podcast right now because of him. Yeah. So like that's. 
at least 1% better in the world. He's way more than that. He's a god. <laughs> He's a fucking god. But I bet he knows how to surf. He's rules. <laughs> Until like you're with him for one minute and you're like, oh, I got to get away from this guy. <laughs> Jason does feel like he would be one of Coney's characters. Yeah. <laughs> spirits. He's an American. Like, fun. There's one spirit that's from San Diego, and they're like, that accent doesn't even sound right, dude. <laughs> the spirit just keeps talking about how he knows Steven Spielberg. <laughs> uh, now, the Cover the Night event, which was the, the, the big effort mm-hmm. of Coney 2012, took place worldwide on April 20th, 2012 was to be conducted by supporters who were encouraged to perform some sort of charity work that morning. Then that evening, they were to post flyers and posters throughout their city for the Coney 2012 campaign. Uh, I think there was like a lot of, I don't know if you guys remember any of this. I know there were a lot of Facebook groups. I specifically, hey, somebody's getting murdered. Don't worry about it. Let it happen. (laughs) Let Jason do Jason. Yeah, I'll write a musical about it. Chill. Um, but I do remember, uh, like one of my friends, I was probably in like the big, I was probably 14 or 15. I remember one of my friend's moms offering to drive us around that night to do the fucking thing. My friends called me and were like, Oh, come out with us. And I was like, no, that sounds awful. That's doesn't sound like what I want to do. I'm a teenager and I'm going to play Xbox. Hey buddy, that's called charity. You might yeah. want to yeah, help but out. not at midnight. Sounds like you were a bit of a slacktivist, no, bro. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> think you need to put your Crocs on and hit the fucking pavement, bro. <laughs> I didn't know about any of this. I remember seeing the stencils and shit around, and the, the stuff online was, like, everywhere. Yeah, I yeah. reposted it, the video. Online, it was everywhere. Yes, I did. <laughs> not <Yeah>. to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, about uh, 1.5% over here, probably, if you do, <laughs> Like, I shared it, so <laughs> pretty close. The turnout for the actual event uh, was so, so, so much smaller than could have been anticipated because of, like, like, it built so much popularity, the video, in such a short amount of time. I think what their problem was was um, because they probably expected to have to build up to it. They... The video came out on March 5th, and the event was planned for April 20th. So they thought, like, that's like doing one of our shows, right? We're like, oh, we've got a month to promote it. Yeah. But, but in a month, nobody gave a fuck. That's the thing. Because the internet moves garnered so, so much popularity so quickly that by the time that month came, everybody who had been interested in it was fucking totally over it. Yeah. Like yeah. there, there are three charities beyond already. Uh, <laughs> there were no organized spots officially announced. Just like our shows. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a tweet from Invisible Children stated, there's no official meetup as we are asking people to act locally with friends and family in their neighborhoods. Wait, so how is like planting a tree or like doing a good day, like a good deed a day? Like how's that, how's that affecting Coney? It's not. It's just good. Okay, so now at this he point, they're still, just like, just see, do a good thing. he was still trying to do good. Jason was still trying in some way. He was like, okay, maybe they don't help stop Coney, but at least they did some small act of charity in yeah. their local community. Okay. I'll just, I was just wanting the branding. I'm getting it. Okay. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. Uh, one gathering in Vancouver had only 17 people. 
Oh, come on. This is just... <laughs> what does Jason have to carry the whole team? Yeah, what are we what are we gaining from this? Now I'm just saying those lazy Sunday meetups, they're still getting at least fifty. Yes. <laughs> Freaking dick in the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, dick in the box puts asses every eighteen inches, dog. How is that people? not how is that not in that printout thing you guys showed me? Whatever. <laughs> Shout out to my dudes. Check out Lonely Island. <laughs> It wasn't going well, so he did, so he took his clothes off to compete with Dick in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Dick on the sidewalk. And unfortunately, it worked. <laughs> Those guys wrote jokes, at least. But no, I'm done with Jason. I'm done with Jason, too. Yeah, I'm anti-Jason. He's taking so much energy and positive force and then just squandering it on, like... No planning, no pre-production. He's all about shooting, you know? Like, he just went to Africa. He's like, we're just rolling. Like, he doesn't do yeah. any of the work that actually needs. He's a he's a, he's a real improv guy, you know, a real yes-ander. And yeah. I appreciate that about him. You wish he did more. <laughs> I just wish you're he like, did. You're like, I see great potential. You're Mother Teresa, but you're being too lazy. I wish yeah. he did less. I wish he did less in a more uh, cohesive way. <laughs> Like, instead of, like, all, like, don't, like, spend so much energy on a musical. Just, like, actually figure out what they need real help with. <laughs> Why is that on Jason? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you that mad at Lin-Manuel Miranda? That is on Barack Obama and Donald fucking Trump. Not Jay, bro. Stinky T. Stinky T. Get off the Chase back. Whatever the fuck. Jason's above and beyond, man. It... We should have had a CIA guy. Bosch should have shot Coney. <laughs> the fuck it comes down to Jason. Uh, another gathering in Brisbane had uh, less than 50 attendees. And in Phoenix, 200 posters were put up by college students and other people in their teens and 20s, along with a number of chalk and stencil messages. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. That was the end of Coney. Uh, they tried after that, like with some small things, but nothing picked up. Uh, they either almost went bankrupt or were closing their doors. Uh, and then somehow, I guess, somebody quietly invested. Oh, God. Uh, this is always when like Scientology takes over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the last few years, I, I found something uh, from 2017. It said that Invisible Children has quietly but profoundly transformed itself. With seed funding from a Texas hedge fund that financed a broader military effort against the LRA, it now runs a daring program to supply civilians with high-frequency radios to track rebel movement across a 61,000 square mile expanse of Congo and the Central African Republic. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. I'm back on musicals. This is <laughs> that, that I've never sucks. been on musicals. <laughs> I, like I never fucking said I was on musicals. This whole time, fan. Mike's been like pro musical. No. <laughs> I was just like, no, Hamilton's not that good. I hate Hamilton. <laughs> I'm 
I've said before, I'll say it again. Don't rap about history. <laughs> and don't try to act like our forefathers weren't white racists. <laughs> I saw this really great short documentary about uh, 30 minutes. a playwright in, uh, I think it's he's in New York, and he wrote, he's uh, like a, a black civil rights historian or something along those lines. And uh, he, he hates Hamilton. He's never seen it, but he hates it. <laughs> He hates everything about it, and so he wrote his own play uh, that's uh, about Lin-Manuel Miranda being visited by Alexander Hamilton and the slaves who Alexander Hamilton owned, who explained to him that Alexander Hamilton was not that great a guy. Yes. Oh, boy. I love that guy. <laughs> Your sing-songy tone made it bad. I'm genuinely more with that no guy. There's no rapping. The Constitution is the solution. I just, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Your musical sucks. I went to see it and it sucked shit. <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock did it first. I was laughing out loud. At one point, this woman's like, the kid dies and she's like, um, they used to count in French, one to ten. And when one, the kid two, dies three, in her arm, four. she's like, cut, sink, love. And I was like, you wrote that shit, Manuel? You suck. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend laughed out loud, and then we took fake photos in front of it because it sucks. <laughs> Anyone who likes that musical is a well-intentioned moron. <laughs> well-intentioned. I'm uh, sure. Because <laughs> so it, it's just a lot like, of my friends. It's my family. It's probably my mom. Just like Jason. <laughs> A well-intentioned moron. 100%. That's why I'm with Jason. He's a well-intentioned moron. He's probably... He's singing along to Hamilton in his car. He may even be smart. He's just like... I don't know. I love to get naked, run on the street, and sing Hamilton. We got to wind this up, bro. I feel that hard. So along with this civilian effort... The group also coordinates closely with the U.S. Africa Command, the Uganda People's Defense Forces, and United Nations Peacekeepers, all of whom rely on the radio program's data in the hunt for Kony. So they are now actively, like, feet on the ground, searching for Kony in the last few years. They are saying, fuck musicals, fuck documentaries. We are going to find him. We're going for him. Now, (laughs) is Jason physically there? (laughs) I do not know. But his his group. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I also don't know that Coney's still alive. Um, <laughs> Invisible Children is now on the front line of a covert war against the LRA. In its latest incarnation, the group has veered even further from standard humanitarian protocol, pioneering a controversial approach to humanitarian aid that treats intelligence gathering as a core objective and military force as a legitimate avenue of justice. Go. No bits on that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so he well, says to them. Well, because they didn't like end that with like through tap dance. Like they just. They <laughs> just. They just came out great. So the guy had one moment where he danced. <laughs> <laughs> and no one will. 
And we're going to post that video and everyone's going to laugh at his dance. It's like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Like, it's all that can be remembered. Exactly. You make Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 3, it doesn't remember, matter. No, all you remember is emo Spider-Man. Exactly. Was, yeah, he's just he's walking just down him, the street. Yeah, dancing around and being crazy. And do people really not know if Coney's dead? Uh, like some people are pretty sure he's alive, but there's a lot of people. It's almost like a fucking Mandela effect with Coney where there's a lot of people who are like, oh no, he died in like 2004, you know? Right. So it's, it's, he's probably alive. The Lord's resistance army is definitely still active on some level, though. I think their activity is more trying to survive. Uh, They're on their heels. (laughs) They opened up an Italian restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Vaguely Italian. How do you want them to stay around? They don't have kids soldiers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Got to pay these adults. Yeah, we need new interns. (laughs) Yeah, unpaid internship (laughs) army. (laughs) I just need experience. Yeah, I'm trying to build myself up, lead my own army someday. (laughs) That's what my own dais of gods is <laughs> building towards. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Extremely Internet. You can follow me online uh, on Instagram at Kyle Anderson Comedy, on Twitter at Danger Anderson. Uh, thank you to Luke Knoll for our theme song, who's uh, actually here today. Uh, thank you to Colson XL for doing the our uh, yeah for doing our mastering. Uh, you can check out uh, Luke's uh, album Guitar Comic uh, anywhere that music is sold, and you can check out uh, Colson XL's music on Spotify. Uh, quick show plugs. We have Kids in the Yard every last Saturday of the month. That is hosted by Kyle and I and produced by Jamie Bozak. Then we have the Really Very Show every last Friday of the month. I'm only here once a month. That's why it's all there. Um, and that is hosted by Mitch and then produced by Sarah Winia and I. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at gtod321 and on Twitter at grasstoad. My name is Mitch Holloman. You can find me at Mitch Holloman on everything because I'm not a fucking weirdo who has to make weird little puns and jokes with shit. Okay, fair. Grass I made toad. it in seventh grade. Get over me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I I'm wasn't... also looking at you, Danger Anderson. <laughs> I was an invisible child at the time. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking whatever. We're lucky my mine wasn't fucking about Fallout Boy. Do <laughs> 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 you have a, what, where can people find you online? Do you have anything you want to plug? I'm, uh, what am I plugging? Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm trying really hard to become an influencer. And <laughs> I love this. It's this, going this okay. Rules. I've got two brands, um, that are on board so far. It's Canacho. So check out Canat at Canacho, K-E-N-A-C-H-O. <laughs> what do they do? Uh, they make clothing. They make cool. uh, rad gear and, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Animal Eye London. <laughs> That's uh, at Animal I A N I M A L E Y E. They're a London-based clothing um, uh, corporation. I'm wearing their pants right oh, now. Yeah, it's red gear. <laughs> I'm. I don't know about a mixtape. Maybe I'm stressed about that part of it. But uh, I have. Uh, there's a sun sunglasses collab coming up pretty soon. So check out my Instagram at Michael Brian One Two Three Four Five for my influencer shit. Please. If you go to animalilondon.com, you can get 15% off their rad gear with promo code MICOBRIEN15. That's M-I-K-E-O-B-R-I-E-N-1-5. No apostrophe in that. And you get 15% off the rad (laughs) gear from Animal Eye London. (laughs) 
Go buy some Animal Eye, you guys. Thanks for listening.